Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Yo yo, what up? It's the 90s and shit. Oh yeah, watch out for MC Scat Cat, he's up in the mix. Ooh, if, if he's a cat and he's named Scat Cat, does that mean that he does scat? Nick, this is an established musical artist. He did is that it? song Opposites Attract. Oh wow, okay, <laughs> never mind. He's also an animated cat. He's an animated I'm cat? Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, in which we recap and discuss episodes of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure one at a time. Which episode are we just recapping and discussing today, you might ask? It's, it's the 74th episode. You're so wrong. <laughs> God you, damn it. You boob. Ugh. Today we watched... The 77th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is also the third episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. It covers chapters 273 through chapter 276 of the manga, and is entitled The Nijimura Brothers Part 1. That's average length. (gasps) Three chapters. Not one, not two, not four, not five, (laughs) not six, not seven, not eight, not and so on. (laughs) Three. Forever. This episode is brought to you by the lovely Patreon, the one, the only, the magnificent Martin McCours. Hi Martin, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. <laughs> and I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co- Wait, no, hang on, we can't. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion. How are you, Martin? Are you good. doing good? You're I doing- hope so. I hope you're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing just that little bit better because of your support. Thank you. You glorious bastard. You inglorious bastard. You in inglorious bastard. You were in inglorious bastards. <laughs> just a bit part, yeah. but that's enough. <laughs> so, Nick. Yes. The Nijimura Brothers, part one. What about it? Well, before we just start discussing it. Sure. I want to share with you some words of wisdom <gasps> from our friend, author of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Hirohiko Araki. My beloved. From volume 30 of the manga serialised release. Ooh. Once, my mother caught the cold and told me, go to the local clinic and bring back some cold medicine for me. And so I went. Once they called out my waiting number, the doctor ran out and said to me, come, Hirohiko-kun, take off your clothes, I'm going to give you a needle. Uh... What? The one with the cold isn't me? You're lying. (laughs) At the time, I was really mad. However, now that I think about it, the whole experience itself seems funny in hindsight. In fact, I feel this story is a precious experience for me becoming a top-notch manga artist. (laughs) Were it not for that hands-on doctorate approach and a needle, he would never have become the manga artist he is today. That's true. That's just science. It's true. Vaccines cause artistic ability. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We stoop to this level of comedic <laughs> entertainment. Hey guys, this is our podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> our friends sometimes listen to this podcast. You do realise that. No, they don't. No, they really don't. It's episode, fun. hi Bradley, uh, episode <laughs> 77. We open with the opening sequence, Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. <laughs> You'll get it one day. Yeah, one day. What the hell was I doing? I don't know. I'll be your one up. Oh, Joe? Opa Opa Mario. (laughs) Opa Mario. It's one of those days, guys. We both had big weeks. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
I've just gone back to uni and I'm already angry at uni. So this is going to be a fun-filled episode of me going like, you know who's an asshole? Any, any new thoughts on crazy, noisy, bizarre town, Nick? Um, well... Steve, you're right back on track. Uh, I noticed that the chef man was wearing a shirt. Ah. And now I'm even more curious about it. <laughs> because, like, you know how you always associate one character with another? Just to sort of... Like, you know when you okay. think... You think uh, to yourself, man, this guy's a lot like Dracula in that he does this thing. In or, that he doesn't wear a shirt. In that he is a vampire. Uh, this guy reminds me a lot of, you know, uh, the the Armstrong guy from Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, yes. How he's always a little bit extra. You mean this man that you've seen for three seconds? Yes. And you'd think you know his entire backstory mm-hmm. immediately? Yeah. That's how I feel about the chef. So you feel like he's going to be very much like, oh, I'm getting so worked up. Fleck, take off my shirt. Yes. Okay. I'm getting so excited about my cooking. (laughs) Did you know that if you roast capsicum for exactly two minutes, you end up with this delicious meal? (sighs) Does the Yakuza rip off shirt motion? (laughs) He comes out with another pot and he's like, come now, Jotaro. He reminds me of the Swedish chef from the Muppets. You know, that character. More, 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 I believe is his catchphrase. But in Swedish. You sicken me. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's the OP. It's it's a thing. There it's are some more. more people in it. Yeah, I'm really curious about this um fourth guy that keeps showing up. You mean the guy that we met this very episode? Yes, that very. Whoa! One. But what? Why is he with them? Whoa! I don't know, mm. man. Mm. What could it mean? I don't. Fu- why don't you tell <laughs> me, Liam? After the OP, there's a we cut to a close up of a bird. Oh. Just flitting around outside Jotaro's window at the Morio Grand Hotel. <gasps> That's where Jotaro is staying. <laughs> With Oreo or whatever I said before. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's on the phone with people in Tokyo, I guess. Ooh, how fancy. Sure, yeah, the big city. Yeah. The real Morio was in Tokyo all along. Wow. He's all like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we fixed this whole Angelo situation. Put him in a body bag. He's, he's, his body bag's a rock, but it's the same deal. But I'm going to stick around here for a while, because, you know, there's things going on, and I've, I've discovered the secret to the, the other photo that Joseph took, definitely took in Egypt back when we were there. You know, the one we never understood. Wait, wasn't it the Speedwagon Foundation took the photo? Oh, what, whatever. It's in the Speedwagon Foundation's documents. I think it's a spirit photo that Joseph took, though. Easy does it. This may be a new partly, but we need to stay on track with our facts here. I think I am on track with what I just said. Okay, sure. All right. Now I think I know what it means, so I'm going to stick around here. Yeah, it's thanks to him. Cut to a flashback. Back at the Angelo stone, Mm -hmm. being freshly made, Angelo repeats that same monologue from last week, how he's all like... uh, you can't kill me or you'll be a cursed soul just yeah. like me. Jotaro's like, nah, get in the rock, man. <laughs> Josuke, sorry. Josuke's all, you can't tell me what to do, punk. Yeah, yeah. Get in the rock trap. The old get in the rock. Yeah. Can you smell what this rock is cooking, Angelo? You. <laughs> so anyway, unlike last time where we froze up on the, the shot of the Angelo's zone being freshly made, Angelo's tormented face within it. Yeah. This time we cut to, or we continue... With An- Angelo being like, oh, don't get cocky just because you put me in this rock. Oh, that 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 kid in that school uniform is going to kill you for sure. Hold the fuck down, son. Kid, school uniform? Explain. Yeah, Elaborate. the guy who gave me my power. What? 
That doesn't seem right. Someone can willingly give someone a stand, says Jotaro. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Jotaro now, older and wiser, is like, wait, someone can do the I thing. don't know, Josuke. <laughs> he sounds like that big bear. He sounds like that talking dog in The Simpsons. Well, I don't know. Wait, that's not the talking dog at all. There is a talking dog in The Simpsons that goes, I don't know, Davey. I think it's when Bart falls asleep in church and has dreams oh. the story of David and Goliath. Oh, no, you're right. There is a dog like that. There are many talking dogs, though. There's Poochie. The rocking dog. Uh, there's the dog that talks to Homer. And he's all like, I'm just a figment of your imagination. There's, um, I think there's a point where he's the dog, Santa's little helper, is helping him write food reviews. It's like, the food was rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> it tasted like bark. Bark. That's four talking dogs, yeah. everyone. And Iggy. <laughs> and five talking dogs, everyone. Ah, ah, ah. Uh. So is like, yeah, Angelo wasn't a stand user by birth. He just got his powers recently. We don't know how. Cut to the rubber glove containing Aqua Nicholas ominously twitching on the road. Cut to a flashback within a flashback. You can't do that. You That's... can. You can and we did. Oh my God, we are going deep. This is some real Inception shit. <laughs> We're going with a flashback within a flashback. To recount a flashback. No. But what if we did? But we didn't. Oh. <laughs> but I want to go deep. Okay, what's, what What would the next flashback be? A flashback of how this other guy got... The arrow. The arrow. Okay, sure. <laughs> Maybe like, oh, I just picked this up in the sewer. Cut back to the <laughs> other flashback. Why the sewer? Because... <laughs> I don't know, because it's an arrow and it's made of wood and it can float. A ninja just... turtle was there. <laughs> I was just down there one day and I thought to myself... Huh, you know, there's this bow and arrow here, it's floating along. Maybe I'll take it. So I did. So Angelo is lying in his cell one night in 1998, about a month before his scheduled execution. <gasps> 1998 was a year ago. Whoa. Nice. That's the past. What? No wonder this is a flashback. <laughs> He's just staring at the moon, because that's what you do when you're on death row, I guess. He's like, no, well, I guess this is my last opportunity to think. It's my last opportunity to stare at the full moon. Alive. <laughs> or dead. Well, I mean, actually, yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> yeah cause... Because that's not how being dead works. No, being dead, you don't really see things, do you? No, unless. We both just gave each other that exact look of, what if the dead? What if death is just the next part of the journey? <laughs> uh, then an ominous shadow passes by the window. Who could it be? Why, it's the man in the school uniform, who's now in Angelo's cell with him, standing, standing above his cot. How the fuck did that happen? Unclear. And I'm not going to lie, never becomes clear. Okay, all right. <laughs> Maybe when I learn what his stand power is, I'll be all like, no, nah, this made perfect sense. See? See, this made sense. See? I mean, given I know what his stand power is... I don't think it's particularly conducive to getting into a locked cell. But maybe you can use it a bit more imaginatively than I okay. could. All right, okay. Anyway, um, he's in there and he's standing above the guy and he's holding this centuries-old bow and arrow. And the bow... Just looks fairly normal, but the arrow has like this an ornate carved head, and I feel like I've seen that arrow in the ending credits. Whoa! And as what? I pointed out to you before we started recording, the arrow also and and Bo also have a a brief cameo in Vanilla Ice's introductory scene in Stardust Crusaders, in which they've been hung on the wall in the background of a shadowy room. So ridiculous. Super good. Oh, amazing. Super good. Knowing what's coming makes all the like past stuff even better. <laughs> Anyway, so then he shoots Angelo in the mouth with his arrow. There's a lot of light shows, a lot of fabulous lights and sounds. 
That's kind of it. So then Angelo is, he's, he's a bit put out. I mean, he did just get shot in the, the uh, neck. Tongue, I think. The, of his open the, mouth. The throat. No, no, it's in his mouth. It's in his mouth. Yeah. He's been shot in the tongue with an arrow. I mean, you know, he's I not think you're thinking great of though. Koichi later, who gets... Uh, Koichi. No, he gets shot, like, here. He I'm gets shot, like, 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 oh, like, right through the head. Yes, Nick. That's why it's not his throat. But his throat's back there. Like, so I mean, I guess, I guess it gets shot into his throat. Yeah. It's, it's going through his tongue. It doesn't matter. It, yeah, he's shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. He's shot right in the fucking head. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> hey, I can't understand you. You've got an arrow in your throat. <laughs> and he's like, you're alive. Congratulations. Come on down. <laughs> that means you've got the aptitude for a new stand. <laughs> if you didn't, you'd be dead. Anyway, uh, generally speaking, the worst a person you are, the better, better power you have, a man called Dio called it a stand. Anyway, I'm going to yank this arrow out of you now. And as he does that, like, we transition back to the, flat, the first flashback with a sort of aqua necklace graphic going over the screen. Mm. Whoa. What does it mean, though? What does it all mean? Does he now have stand powers? Yeah. Shit. In fact, he's using those stand powers in this very instance. Because as, <gasps> as we were going into that second flashback, you remarked as we were watching it, like, awful good of him to just, like, tell them all of this. Yeah. But he is, in fact, telling them all of this to hatch a cunning plan. <gasps> as what? the rubber glove containing Aqua Necklace has crawled on over up a kid and has grabbed its throat. And this kid's all like, ah, what the fuck? This is disturbing. I'm going to do some therapy. This inanimate object has suddenly become animate. <laughs> Whoa. It's like all my nightmares come at once. <laughs> you were so busy listening to me, you forgot about my stand. Let me out of this rock now. And Josuke's like, got his back to him. He's combing his hair, just <laughs> refining his sweet pomp. Hang on, should I get you a comb so you can fully react? I don't have a this? comb in here. Oh no! But you've got the hair. I do have my hair. Yep. Um, he's combing. He's like, I, did, I guess I didn't have enough rage in my heart for you. I'm so melodramatic. Hey man, how old is he? Is he? 16s? Give or take. Yeah. He can be melodramatic at 16. Sure, yeah. And then the thing, the thing happens that always happens where he's like, oh, stop messing with your stupid hair and get me out of this rock. The fuck did you say about my hair? Yep, and then he murders him. Yep. He punches the rock a lot. The rock smashes up. Into, like, many pieces. Reforms the rock such now that Angelo is entirely inside of it and it's got, like, two eyes and it's in a rough, rough shape of a human face but not anything that's recognisably Angelo. Yeah, it's more like a sad, drooping, sorting hat kind yeah. of face than... Sorting hat post-stroke. <laughs> Does it ever talk again? Like, properly? The Angelo stone? Yeah. It sort of grunts a bit later, if yeah. you recall. Yeah. But, no, but it, it never speaks again. Man, that is hilarious. And he was never seen of again. Angelo, or as he was formerly known, Angelo. Angelo. <laughs> <sighs> and then the glove falls to the ground, because I guess, like, he's functionally dead now. Yep. Can't do anything if he's just a rock. Yep, he was all like, I needed more rage. I needed to do a better job of burying that asshole in this rock. I think so I did. And is it Jodo that's all like, yeah, I wanted to get more information Yeah, we're kind of doing a like sort of interrogation thing you know, right we're, we're now. We're kind of getting info, like detective he said work. Dio's name, so that means he was like telling at least enough of the truth because he knew some shit that was going on. Do you know nothing about like noir? I like noir. Why Jodoro? Who's Dio? Says Josuke. Bro, bro, let me tell you a tale. Oh, man. So Dio is this guy that like the Joseph family has been fighting for like a hundred years. So, but like I defeated him, me and my pals, but like no biggie. Wow. Anyway, um, I just, I 
I, we just we just don't know how he got a stand in 1987. You know, hmm. that's amazing. And I thought this guy could have shed some light. And close up on the rain falling down the Angelo stone and or tears falling <laughs> out of the Angelo stone's eyes. Which one we don't know. How very Blade Runner. <laughs> Yeah, so then there's a bunch of people being like, yeah, somewhere in the city, Angelo's not the only danger. And then he's got a photo of Enya with the arrow. Ooh. Wait, was he? Oh, this is, this, is out, out of, this is out of the um, first flashback back in the Morio Ground Hotel. Yeah, so Josuke's on the phone being like, hey, I think I got what he was uh, talking about now. Jotaro. Yeah. He's all like, yeah, yeah, I think maybe the bow and arrow might be here. So. Whoa. Cut to Koichi studying. Oh, there's the sick segue where... Not, cam- y- not yet, not yet. No, no, the oh. camera like goes up onto the Mario Town report. Oh, yes. And yep. it fades into the other Mario Town report that Koichi is studying. Or was he just studying books? Because <laughs> he's, like- you know, because he's a student. <laughs> I mean, he could be studying books. He could be studying reports, though. <laughs> he could even be studying... And he's doing his own little edgy monologue where he's like, it's just like Jotaro said. There is a danger in this city. Oh, yeah, he's... Sorry, hang on. Is that an edgy monologue? Just to be like, wow, it's just like he said. (laughs) Since the beginning of the year, 81 people have disappeared from Mario. (gasps) 45 young boys and girls. That's eight times the national average. Also, Josuke's grandpa died. Oh my God. And then Josuke's in the background. He's like, hey, coach, are you coming home? And he's like, oh, I guess he's feeling better. I think he even just goes like, why are you studying after school? Yeah, nerd. Nerd! Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to add to that. Then we get another fun transition. The one I thought you were talking about moments ago. Yes! Where they're moving through the streets. So we get like a a fast forwards, fast pan across the town map. With like the scratch of a vinyl by a DJ. Whoa. Very Samurai Champloo. (laughs) Man, DJs, right? The best. And then we get the green streets of Mario. And they're walking past the Angelo stone and Josuke's like, yo, Angelo. And Koichi's all like, whoa, what? This stone wasn't always like this, was it? It was always here, but it didn't always look like this. Oh, yo, Angelo. And Angelo's like, (laughs) Now, to a normal person, that would be fucking terrifying. (laughs) But to Koichi and Josuke, it's just another day in Mario. Yeah, I don't know if that's something that that they can necessarily hear or it's just meant to be like his inner eternal turmoil. (laughs) He's going to be tormented forever. Yeah. So long as the rain doesn't wash away his dirt. And eyes. Man. Poor old Angelo. Yeah, did he really deserve what happened to him? Yes. Yes, Yes, that is a correct (laughs) statement. He was the worst criminal on record. In Japan. Oh, shit. Is there someone who should be made into even bigger rocks? I don't know, maybe Dio or something? (laughs) Cars? Cars was made into a bigger rock. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. He wasn't made into a rock, he was just frozen. Same difference. Well, I mean, one is ice, one is rock. Oh, it looks kind of rocky to me. You remember how they could turn into rocks? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, because he kind of got frozen, but it did look very rocky. Yeah, didn't? and yeah. the pillar men can turn into rocks. So. They can turn into rocks. You know. That's true. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. But he transcended. He yeah, but, but at what cost? Uh, well, it was going to be the entirety of humanity, but thankfully it was himself. Wrapped up part two in a nice little yeah, package again. Yeah, the, the end. <laughs> <laughs> so they're walking past the archway that I highlighted last episode. Yeah. I don't remember you doing that, but then again, my memory. I did. They're walking through it, and as they pass through, something weird that something weird happens. Many, there's a few weird things, really. Yeah. yeah. Kochi looks at the ground and on He's, like a little rock, just, just on like yeah, the pavement. Yeah. He sees um, eyes and yellow eyebrows. <laughs> yep. Okay, that seems normal. And they fade away, 
Uh-huh. And then he looks up at the tower of this dilapidated house they're walking past. And there's someone in there. Oh, a shadowy figure. And he's he's got some dope hair. He's got some weird kind of... Yeah, so we don't really get a good look at this guy at all this yeah. episode. But why don't you give me your impression of what he looks like? Okay, he's wearing a school uniform. Mm-hmm. Because apparently everyone is wearing school uniforms. Well, now. they are students after all. <sighs> Remember what Kakuin and Jotaro said when they were sunbathing? No, what did they say? We are students after all. That is true. That is true. I assume that's what they say. Um, so this guy has like these weird arrow earrings. He's point got, downwards. He's got like up hair that just goes up mm-hmm. in the opposite direction from where his earrings are pointing. Sure. Uh, such is the nature of opposite directions. That such is the nature space. of up and down. <laughs> he's got... Um, well, we don't really see his face right now, but he's wearing a school uniform and he's very mysterious. Oh, also the shot of him we get at the end of the episode, which is slightly better lit than the rest, mm. does have the it does highlight the word trillion written on his arm. <laughs> trillions. <laughs> oh no. Why does it have to say trillions on his arm? Why not? I mean, would you wear a thing that said trillions to school? Not to school. <laughs> you raise a good point. Yeah. Um when we were watching it, that why do all these guys have such different uniforms? Yeah. And I feel like it does kind of defeat the purpose of the word uniform if they're mm. all so highly customised. We've got Josuke who has his uniform. He's got, got, his, got, he's got his hearts and his anchors. Yeah. And his... We had the punks who had pretty generic uniforms. We've got Koichi. His is we've got fairly Koichi. Normal. But his is a completely different colour. True. <laughs> um, we've got... That might, be a, that might be like a middle school, senior school thing for all we oh, know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't know. He's a freshman. Because he is a bit younger than them, I'm pretty yeah. sure. It was his first year of high school or middle school? I, don't, I can't remember. I don't care. He's a worthless character right now. I didn't um, go to a school that had the distinction between middle school and high school, so. Yeah, no. I did. That was distressing. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we've got these guys who have billions and trillions and money symbols everywhere. Yeah. And, arrows just it's not even a uniform it's just it's a fashion statement fashion joe joshin that doesn't make any sense i thought i'd cured you with your <laughs> your weird portmanteau face alas nothing can cure oh, me of my okay, i'll get the claw hammer <laughs> nothing can cure me of my Josie's. it's a bizarre ailment so they're walking um and koichi is like i think i saw something funny Someone in this house. But no one's lived here for like three or four years and it's so run down, they couldn't sell it. Shosuke's like, Koichi, don't be an idiot. I live like right over there. Yeah. I I can see the house. Realtors are always checking it for homeless people. What if it was a ghost? And then Josuke's like, ghosts are scary and this is near my house. Don't say that. I just love that his fears so far are turtles. Mm -hmm. And ghosts. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He himself has a stand that can punch things back out of, like... Yeah, serial like, killers, fine. Yeah, but turtles... Oh, yeah. Mm. Bit concerning. They're so hardy and together. And slippery. Ooh, can't punch and what ghosts. away. I mean, you can't even punch ghosts, can you? We haven't really had ghosts in JoJo. Excuse me? I mean, we've had, you know, the departing soul of Joseph Joestar and things like that. Yes. But we've, we haven't, like, had a haunting. Uh, I mean, we've had the fog. With that, that was a stand, though. That's different. I guess. Like, we've had vampires and zombies, but not ghosts. Oh, so just straight up ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I suppose that's true. We do have Abdol and Iggy spirits. Yeah, which is kind of ghost-esque. Yeah. They weren't haunt. They weren't haunting anywhere. Not yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jodo looks out the window and was like, Hey, bro, 
we didn't die for no reason. He's like, fuck. We had a stand that was a genie, but again, that's stand. Yeah. Really, was he a genie if he was... And, and a stand an- that was a Freddy Krueger, but again, it's a stand. <laughs> Man, weird. We'll get ghosts one day. Yeah. And they'll freak out your Josuke. Your precious yeah. little Josuke. And his little dog, too. <laughs> um, Koichi sticks his head into the, into the, the ajar gate, which says no trespassing on it. Ooh. And just kind of has a gawk. Is it trespassing if only your head passes through the gate? Unclear. Okay, alright. And then, suddenly... <gasps> A shadowy figure looms adjacent to the gate. Oh no, what? And he kicks the gate such that Koichi's... It's one of those, um, it's got like two... Do we really need to describe a gate? It's got, it's got two distinct metal pieces that latch together. And he kicks it such that Koichi's neck is sandwiched between those two. <gasps> no! But Koichi has no means of defence. No, he doesn't have a stand. Or any kind of... Musculature. <laughs> yeah, he's a very small boy. Actually, I'm going to pull up... This is a... Okay, so this guy, the guy that we know to be the fourth guy from the OP, yep. and for, for ease of discussion, I'll tell you his name is Okiyasu. Um, yeah, I think they say Yeah, but just, yeah. we don't need to get to it in the show before yeah. we can start using it. Mm-hmm. He rocks up, and uh, I, I want to pull, show you a particular picture of Josuke and Okiyasu that's in chapters that would have been in this episode. Okay. Just, it's, it's sort of the go-to um, image that I think of when I think of... Um, how different they were in art style from the start of the part to the end. <laughs> okay. I'm imagining, like, one of them is Josuke, who's a little bit leaner, a little bit less, you know, ridiculous. And then this guy. Okay, well, you're definitely way off track if you're using the word leaner. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, here's a comparative picture for, for Okuyasu as start of part and end of part. Okay. What <laughs> in the fuck happened? He looks like Dolph Lundgren on the left. <laughs> <laughs> he went from, like... Serial murderer to happy go-getter. Mm-hmm. Man, what an exciting time to witness his incredible journey. Is that meant to be Josuke? Yeah. And similarly, there's Josuke. I think that's him at the fountain about to bully those bullies. What is going on with his hair? It's not good hair at first. No. I can see why people keep taunting him about it. Yeah, no. It gets better, though. Okay. I mean, as you've seen. Yeah. Um, it actually becomes hair. So while... Even though we haven't really met him proper yet. Let's mm-hmm. talk a bit about Okiyasu at first. Okay. Okiyasu looks like he goes to school. He does. He's wearing a school uniform. Mm-hmm. It's Is got he the a guy? dollar sign on it. And a yen symbol on the other side. I believe it says billion on his arm. Billion or billions? Billions, sure. Excellent. Oh, no, billion, actually. Is it billion? Yeah. Oh. So, actually, uh, actually, the JoJo Wiki page that I have up has a description. Okay. So, um... Large dollar sign in the middle of the chest. On his right shoulder, he has the kanji Oku, um, which is the first character of his name, but also the um, the kanji for... Gosh, what is this number? It must be like a billion or trillion. Uh, 100 million. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, he has printed the kanji for Oku, variously replaced with the word trillion in large light letters bene- between his shoulder and elbow, mirroring the word billion on his left. Huh, interesting. He's about that money. But why does he want money? Okiyasu's favourite colour. Oh, here we go. Is unknown. Um, Wait, how is Jotaro's favourite colour transparent? Nick, we know we've never talked we've about this for long. Okiyasu's zodiac sign is Libra. His Chinese zodiac sign is Boar. Uh huh. He's male. I got 16 that. years old. He's 16 years old. Yep. He does not look 16. What is Josuke? Same age as Josuke. That is true. Josuke doesn't look 16. <laughs> 
Araki chose Okuyasu's surname, Nijimura, after deciding that it would be interesting to use the kanji for rainbow in a character name. Oh. The name Nijimura was then derived from a kanji dictionary. Ah, oh, lovely. That's nice. Okuyasu has a stand that we'll become much more familiar with shortly, called mm-hmm. The Hand. The Handaru. It's like a big blue guy with white highlights, or a big white guy with blue highlights, depending on how you slice it. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I want to say. He looks like a mix between a Transformer and, like... A ninja warrior or, like, gladiator Sure, arena? yeah. He's got, like, blinkers over his eyes, signifying Okuyasu's straightforward way of thinking. Ooh. Whoa. Deep. And his thing is that he has cream powers but in his right hand. Yeah, so he can basically just send, like, space he away. Scrape away is the phrase they use. Mm. He can scrape away his environment. To where it goes, no one knows. Whoa. He's like, um, Doc Ock. He's like the power of cream in the palm of my hand. <laughs> this is what jo- the Jojo Vele commentaries had to say about <gasps> the hand. Here we go. It's really strong, with no limit to its powers. If Okuyasu was smart, he'd be unstoppable, laughs. He's impulsive and only sees what's right in front of him. So there are blinkers like you see on a racehorse to block the sides of its eyes and give it a narrow range of vision. I was genuinely thinking it was going to stop at, there'd be no limit to his power. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Now... In one of, I think, the more tenuous musical reference in Jojo's oh, Bizarre Adventure, yep. The Hand is apparently a reference to a, a musical group called The Band. I'm sorry? A Canadian-American rock group formed in Toronto in 1968 by Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, Richard Manuel, Robbie Robertson, Levon Helm, and that's it. <laughs> that's all the members. Yeah. Do they have any songs I've heard of? Nope. Cool. Good to know. The band. The band and the hand. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? That's a real reference. Yep. That, that's just science. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm willing to believe it. I'm willing to believe that Araki went, I need a good reference. I need a good reference. Listening to the band and then just thought, the hand. <clears throat> Get that watered down. So yes, he slams Koichi's neck into the fence and he's like, hey. Stop gawking at my house. I live here. My dad bought this house. Stay off my property. Can't you read the signs? Josuke's all like, hey, quit it. Yeah. Stop crushing my buddy's head in a gate. Meanwhile, I guess just across the road or whatever, Hmm. Josuke rings Tomoko's doorbell. You mean Jotaro? Yep. Don't know why that keeps happening. (laughs) (laughs) Jotaro rings Tomoko's? Yep. Tomoko's doorbell. A few times. Ding dong. Hey, if you're the newspaper guy, I already said I don't want it. Ding dong. Ding dong. Eventually she comes to the door and she's like, yeah, what is it? What is it? My my grandfather, my father just died of a stroke. So I'm kind of busy. And then she looks at him and she thinks he's Joseph. <gasps> oh no. And she freaks out and starts like hugging him and rubbing her, his fa- her face on him. I knew you'd come back. I love oh, you so much. I've been so lonely. Oh, oh. It's sort of in a very, um, I don't want to say sad it is sad. But very sad manner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where it's like, oh my god, you came back. I'm so pleased that you finally came back. Yeah. I love you so much. Etc. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so yeah, I'm not Joseph. Hey, what? See, look, look, I've got no wrinkles. Mm, I guess Some, Someone's got tickets on himself. <laughs> Late 20s, no wrinkles. Come on. Oh, ladies, look the fuck out. <laughs> this man has the power to stop time, if you know what I mean. I'm Joseph's grandson. Ask Josuke if you want the deets. I hate annoying conversations. Is Josuke in? 
Uh, no, Josuke is not him. Well, first she's just staring him at him like, <laughs> what? What is happening? <laughs> and she, then, yeah, he's like, hey, 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 focus. Is Josuke here, you pretty lady? Oh, he'll be back in tonight. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, I'll come back tonight. Leave, <laughs> goes to leave. Literally goes to his car. Opens car door. Oh, and by the way. It's a shame about your father. If Joseph Joestar had come, he would have done his best to protect you from the dangers to come. But he's old now, so I'm here. Gets in car. Joe Jodoro is so bad at talking to people. <laughs> hey man, look, I'm just saying, maybe, just maybe, he's doing the best that he can. But he's still very bad at it. He, he look, he can talk to fish, but not to people. That's what we've learned. <laughs> he's got Aquaman powers. He's got Aquaman powers. He likes transparency. Is that, a, is, is that a skit or anything? Like Aquaman can talk to the talk to the creatures of the deep, but they don't like him very much because he's annoying. <laughs> is it one of those things where Aquaman keeps complaining he can't get a lady friend, so he goes to the fish and complains, like, I'm just a really nice fish man. They're like, dude, this is why you can't get anyone. Sure, but, yeah. Yeah. He's actually a nice guy. He's like, um he's like uh oh, who's what's the name of um like evil Marvel? Aquaman. Bizarro Aquaman? Yeah, sure. Oh, um, the Submariner. The Submariner. There's that picture, there's that comic of him where he's like, ugh, mankind. A dog, a barrel, ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he getting angry about dogs and barrels? They're just the things he sees, I guess. And he's angry at mankind. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I can deal with that. (laughs) I'll see if I can show you that, because it's, it's, listeners, Google... Submariner dog barrel. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's just okay. So he's just literally standing there looking at a dog and a barrel. Yeah. And he's just gone, a dog barrel. Ridiculous. Because he's angry at mankind. What? <laughs> when was this? Uh... There's another panel that I usually see that in conjunction with, but I haven't found that. So whatever, moving on. Yep. So. This was worth it. Yep, totally. <laughs> So Jodoro leaves. Yep. Gets in his car, looks at his photo. He's all like, hmm. Looks at this photo while driving. Yeah. Just like holding it up right in front of his face. It's the 90s, okay? It's filled with great drivers. (laughs) And he does, does, in fact, we do see a a stoplight change to amber than red, and he stops at it. But I I really was hoping that he would, we would just see him. Just go through it. Because he wasn't looking at the road at all. I'd love if he goes through it, and then he hears a honk. Stops time. time. Moves his car forward. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, ridiculous. I suppose if you can stop time, you've got a bit more leeway when it comes to not looking at the road. After all this time, do you reckon maybe he's just gone, hmm, I can stop time, but do I really need to learn to drive After all this time, he's all like, hmm, the automobile. Back in my day, we only had horseless carriages. (laughs) Oh, God. Because he's just becoming Dio now. Yeah. Anyway, back at the house. Oh, yeah, he looks at it and he's like, the bow and arrow, Enya. She's holding it. It gives stands. Back at the house, um, Okiyasu's like, get out of my front yard. And they're all like, leave Koichi alone. And then he gets shot, Koichi gets shot in the throat by an arrow. <gasps> Koichi. What? Oh my god, he was already stuck in the gate though. Nail that pronunciation into my head. Koichi. 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 I think you've started to do it wrong now too. Is it Koichi or Koichi? Koichi. Koichi. Yeah. Koichi. Pretty sure. You just gotta say it like an Italian. He gets shot in the throat by an arrow. Oh. It's not good. <laughs> that That's the sound sure. he makes. And Okiyasu looks up and is like, brother, you shot him with an arrow. Of course, brother. I've got, I've got a bit of a, um, a scratchy throat today, so I can't do it. But can you say brother like you know I want to? Brother. Thank you. 
Is it just going to be a brother? Oh, wait. Can it be Metal Gear Solid 1 liquid instead? Nick, that's what I was asking for. Oh, sorry. Brother. I shot him in the neck just to give him a stab. <laughs> you impudent fool. I gave him the dominant arrow. <laughs> but he didn't. He gave him the recessive arrow because Koichi didn't have the potential to manifest a stance. So now he's going to die. <gasps> so says this mysterious guy. Well, well, it looks as though your little friend over there... Why, is it, why have I become more and more British? Just lean into it. Yeah. I see that your little friend didn't have the power to manifest a stand. What a shame. What a trifle. Oh, well, I suppose he dies then. Bye. I'm going to go back upstairs now. And then he just walks off. Oh, and then he's like, oh, yeah. Okay, yes, that's Josuke Hikishikata. He killed Angelo. Kill him for me. That's Josuke? <laughs> Oh, good, good day, mate. It's me, Okiyasu. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you, Josuke. Stay off my property. Oi, get back out of the fucking gate, mate. It says no fucking trespassing, you dumb shit. So he goes to, he goes to lunge at him, mm-hmm. and he raises his right hand ominously, and Josuke just like, and Crazy Diamond just sort of pop him in the face. He's all like, "What the Real hell?" Casual. He's just like, "The heck, dog." <laughs> And then Big Brother is back in back in the window being like, Hey, Okuyasu, you stand battles are like riding a bike. Dipshits with no skill will manoeuvre poorly. And Okuyasu's like, hey, don't be mean. <laughs> He's strong. He's got some leaked skills. And Brother's like, your stand's rad. It scares me. Use it well. Kill Josuke. I'm out of here now. Murder him, please. So then he looks back and he's like, all right, Josuke, and Josuke's gone. He's like, what? Where the hell he's, are you He just walked past him while he was talking. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Josuke is literally... Because, of course, Josuke wants to get past him to go and heal Koichi. Hmm. Uh, and literally, Josuke was like, I thought I told you to move. I'm, yeah, you're, I'm just gonna, you're pretty stupid. I'm, I'm off. I'm just going to help out Koichi now. So they battle for a bit. It's cool. Um, Josuke grasps... The, Crazy Diamond grasps the hand's right hand. He's like, I have a bad feeling about that right hand. And is it because it's glowing green? It's not at this point. He's Ooh. just lunging very dominantly with it. He's like, he's got so much confidence in that right hand. Hmm. I swear... There has to be memes about all the mentions of his right hand. I don't think there are. Not that I've encountered. This is prime territory for making fun of the show. Okay, listener, send us your best his right hand memes. (laughs) Preferably using something that they said. Yeah. Not just, right hand. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Yeah. All right, um... So yeah, he's like, I don't like the look so of his right hand. So he's grasped him, his right hand with both of his hands mm-hmm. and he's holding it off. So then Okiyasu starts like working the bod with his free hand and legs. Ooh, sneaky. Yeah, which is cool. Like he's, he kicks him in the ribs, punches him in the ribs a few times. Eventually he lets go. They separate a bit. And oh. uh, I think the hand starts glowing at this point and goes for a, you know, a scrape. Um, no, first they talk a bit. Oh, Oh no, you're right, you're right. He goes for the yeah, scrape and he jo- swooshes. And Josuke does this like really smooth slide out of the way and across the road, basically. I remember this because there was uh I think it's Hiragana swoosh <laughs> that's going on underneath him as he's swooshing back. Katakana, I think. Katakana is what, what we generally work with yeah. in sound effects. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's just got katakana of swoosh. Yeah, and it leaves a sort of green trail. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> I just love how like unnaturally smooth Josuke's dodge roll is. He's like jelly. Yeah. You know? So they stand up, they eye each other off. Uh, there's a really cool sort of like film grain filter over the mm. scene here. This, this shows up a few times over this story. I really like it. It adds tension. Mm. And I don't know why, but it does. It I, Again, it just sort of reminds me of that sort of um, Lynchian yeah. <laughs> mood setting. <laughs> for reasons that I can't articulate why. Mm. 
So they're eyeing each other off and Josuke's like, something seems odd about that no trespassing sign. It says no passing. What happened to the tress? <laughs> what did happen to the tress, Nick? It got sucked away into a void space. Okuyasu explains that his hand scraped things away and then the edges of the things that are not scraped away close up. <gasps> so now the sign says no passing because he scraped away the tress. He's literally folded space and possibly time. Whoa. And he's like, I don't, I don't know where the things I scrape away go. Much like a certain vanilla ice you might know. Uh, I'm Josuke. I, I wasn't there for oh, that. Oh, sorry. I always get your names confused. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> and he's like, I can also do this. And then he scrapes away the air between him and... Um, Josuke. Which I guess sort of create... Either through creating a vacuum or through his filling in the edges yeah. ability. Teleports Josuke right in front of him. And Okiyasu, not the hand, punches him in the face. Knocks him back. Pulls him in again. Punches him in the face. It's pretty dope. Yeah. He's created teleportation in a way. That is yeah, pretty yeah. cool. And he's just repeatedly just punching the crap out of him. <laughs> he's like, you can't beat my hand if my brother's terrified of it. So he's all like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, you're always within my reach, Josuke. Yeah. Ah. Suddenly there's a shift in the energy <laughs> for, for no discernible reason other than Josuke stands up. He's like, man, you really are an idiot, aren't you? He walks along the wall slightly. Mm-hmm. Okiyasu goes to do it again. He's like, no, you're stupid. Pulls him in. Josuke, right up in his face, is like, ha, no, you're stupid. Because Josuke had moved along the wall such that he was underneath some strategically placed pot plants. (gasps) These pot plants fly through the air, pass Josuke, smash into Okiyasu's face and bod, and knock him out. Oh, fuck. So then the best thing happens. Mm. But Josuke stands over Okiyasu's body and he's like, wow, he had a pretty terrifying stand. I'll be in trouble if he wakes up after I go in the, to heal Koichi. Koichi. Mm-hmm. I guess I should strangle him a bit to put the feeling of defeat into his soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I just love how casually he says it. He just leans down and chokes him out of it. He's just like, oh, I'll better start strangling him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go kill him again. <laughs> and he looks up and Koichi has been dragged inside by the older brother. What? Who is like, yeah, this is the only arrow I have, so I need to get it back. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's it, yeah. isn't it? This is my precious objective. I have to retrieve it. You don't mind if I get it out of Koichi, do you? Back in Jotaro's car, he's like, he's looking at the photo again. Oh, I gotta, gotta get that bow and arrow and stop it from creating more stand users before someone creates a stand more powerful than the world, which I have now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's like, i got to find a stand that could be possibly more powerful than me so that I remain the most powerful. Mm. A good guy. Me. Me. Jotaro. Always the protagonist. <laughs> and then we cut back to the, the shot of him with the arrow in the neck and being like, i got to get this arrow. End of episode. Well, we have the face reveal of him. Oh, yeah. We've seen a bit more of his face. End of episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yep. Yep. He so, has a very similar uniform to... What's his face? His brother. Yeah. Interesting. So, Nick, highlights and lowlights for this episode. I mean, I know what your highlight's going to be. Choking out? Yeah. I do like choking out a lot. I also like when Okiyasu and uh, Josuke were squaring off over the gate and basically just talking shit at each other like a couple of punks. Mm. I'm pretty sure they didn't even know each other were stand users at the time, but they were just like, <laughs> like hey man, stop being a dick. No, you stop being a dick. <laughs> I want to say my highlight is uh, just, this is going to sound so shit, but 
when they're walking past the Angelo stone, mm-hmm. he's all like, yo, Angelo. He's like, what? He all right. Always been all like right. I guess I'll do this. Oh, yo, Angelo. And I, then you just I, hear. I guess this is the thing we do now. Yeah. We say hi to this rock. Magnificent. <laughs> Fucking 10 out of 10. Low lights. Um, I want to say Jotaro just fucking walking away, just, just leaving and not even noticing that there's this thing happening, like, right, right across to, the road. Yeah, like, you'd think he has pretty good vision with Star Platinum. And, and yelling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Your low light? I think my low light was the sort of flashback situation at the start how we did spend a lot of time just Mm. seeing the end of last week's episode again yeah yeah but then we got to see his new face we did that's that's true Mm. we could have we probably could have cut into it from when you know angelo was trapped in the rock already for example yeah that's true that is true yeah yeah okay that makes sense Mm. yeah yeah fair low light so nick it's come to that time of episode uh josuke is about to enter a dark and dank house to to rescue his friend Koichi, who has an arrow in his neck. That boy, we gotta go get him. From the mysterious other Nijimura brother. Hmm. What will happen next time on Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4? Diamond is Unbreakable in the episode entitled The Nijimura Brothers Part 2. Shocking. Uh, right. Here's what I reckon is gonna go down. is mm-hmm. gonna try and save what's his face? Koichi from this other guy mm-hmm. who we haven't met yet. Whoa. So we don't know his name? No, we have, we do not. Yeah, but we know he is the brother. Yes. Of Captain Fuckface who tried beating that, that's down. That's what on, they call him. On uh, our buddy Josuke. Now he does have a bow and arrow. He does. <laughs> he's, he's armed. So <laughs> it could be... What if it's one of those things where if you get shot with the bow and arrow after you already have a stand, you just get another stand? Could Although, be. Why wouldn't he just keep stabbing himself? I mean, I can see, like, yeah. off the top of my head, I can think of three possibilities. Mm-hmm. It could, like, give you more stands. Yep. Could make you stand better somehow. Mm-hmm. Could just kill you. Mm. Or, f- fourth option, could just be, like, you're getting shot with a regular arrow. Yeah. <laughs> which could still kill you. Yeah, yeah. That is fun, though. Is That is fun. I reckon it's probably going to be something like, if you get shot by the arrow, uh, after having an arrow... After having an arrow? Yep. After having a stand, it'll probably just be like, ow, an arrow just went through me. Mm-hmm. Fucking ow. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, you know, Josuke will just be like, yo, I'm going to punch you now. And then the other guy will... Um, this is the power of my stand. Yeah, I want to say his power is some kind of invisible thing. Because we saw the eyes on the ground. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Nick. Mm. That eye thing is nothing. What? That, that was nothing, okay? That was nothing? Yeah. What? For, for all intents and purposes, pretend that never happened. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me that this entire time, they, like, not only said, okay, all right, this thing's in the manga, but it never comes up again. I don't again. know if it was in the manga. Okay, all right. But at no point did anyone say, so when did that ever come up again? It's like, oh, it doesn't. Oh, well, we best keep it in there. <laughs> okay, all right. So his... Mm, okay, well, his stand is a bit more out in the open then, isn't it? If it's not an invisible eye yeah. thing. If it's not like a sort of, um, like... Um, what's his... The, the axe. Set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so maybe it could be... I mean, he's got these arrow earrings. That's what's getting me. And he's the brother of a guy who can close space. 
And I don't want to say this guy can do things to time because let's be real, we've already had a vampire that can do that. It's been done. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, he's good buddies with another guy who has another space power, much like Dio and Vanilla Rice were good buddies. That's true. That's true. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't want to say it's time though, because time would just be kind of like too soon, you know, just Mm, too soon. Yeah. Um, maybe his stand power is to do with the arrow. Really good, like, archery skills or something, trick shots. Yeah, something like, I have perfect eyes, Mm. you know? Like, something that isn't necessarily, oh, I'm going to punch you with my stand that comes out, so much as, oh, this thing affects me personally. Sure, sure. Which is why you can't see my stand, because I am it. Whoa. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Uh, And so, ultimately, this guy we're going to come to hate, but the other guy who we beat up this episode, we're going to come to love. Because he's in the OP. Exactly. So, what do you reckon, um... Do you reckon it's going to be like, um, oh, older brother got away. We need to get him. Okiyasu rocks up like, hey, you beat me up, but not as much as you could have beaten me up. Now we're best <laughs> friends. I'm just wondering, how many times has that happened in well, JoJo's? Speedwagon, of course. Yeah. Um, Caesar to a certain extent. Was there anyone in part three? Polar F, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, they could... They, you beat me they, up with respect. After all, could have killed him yeah. and had him on fire and was going to, but then... Was like kill yourself, and then he was like, "No," and then they took the flesh brand out, butt out. I mean, maybe it could just be one of those moments where it's like, "Hey, man, you know what? You beat me up, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that you beat me up. <laughs> maybe I have something to learn from you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So here's what I reckon is going to go down. Mm-hmm. Dude with the stand has a stand that's about him and not a or an external stand. Yep. Uh, Koichi will be fine, and he'll get a stand. Wow. Yeah. Bold, bold claim. He doesn't have one in the OP. I know, but I mean, hopefully he will get one. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Could be really bad if he doesn't, because then it's just like, I got shot by this thing that gives people stands and I'm still alive. It's like, yeah, about that. No, <laughs> you're the one exception to the rule, Koichi. Um, but maybe it'll let him like see stands or something so he can still be part of the story. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, and then, you know, actually, no, I don't think we're going to be friends with this guy next episode. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. He's we'll going to see him like around. First arc antagonist, exactly. rival character or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he'll get on board. He'll show up occasionally and be like, huh, <laughs> how's that detention going for you? He'll be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the, fuck, I can't remember the name of the guy from Trigun you were telling me about. Nice. The priest guy. Oh, Nick Wolfwood. He's like, I'm the Nick Wolfwood of this TV series. Except Wolfwood is a bit more immediate in his love for that. I'm the Prince Lotor of this TV series. My housemate's been watching tri- uh, Voltron. Shit, I don't even know who Prince Lotor is. Is it Voltron's arch nemesis? As far as I can tell, I've only seen like a couple of episodes of what I think is the fifth season. <laughs> he was like a big antagonist, but then he double-crossed the bad guys, and now he's working with the good guys. He was a big antagonist, but then he double-crossed the big, big antagonist. Yeah, basically, as far as and I can now tell. the big, big, big Spoilers for Voltron, really... I guess. Yeah, who knows? So anyway. Anyway. Those are my predictions. Well, I think that about brings us to the end of our episode. Do we have any listed correspondence? No, not this week. Um, really? I had a hunt through the Gmail just now while you were talking, and I couldn't... Oh. I thought there might have been something, but I couldn't find it, and I'm not going to delay things any longer funny story i have some okay this is highly irregular i know well i got it through the patreon because he sent an email to you and he didn't know if it got through to me and i was like oh okie doke um <laughs> okie doke oh no no we're not <laughs> doing a fictional character oh, no <laughs> god damn it yeah so we have some listed correspondence through the patreons from pokemon tom 09 slash ruminations 
Yeah, so he sent her a message basically saying he discovered the podcast right when we guys had posted Dio's World Part 4 and were wrapping up Stars Crusaders. Uh, he caught up to the podcast before we posted the most recent episode, so obviously he powered through at a bit of an unhealthy rate. I think this was the the, the message I was looking for. Uh, he really enjoys the way we play off each other as well as the overall format of the podcast. Ah, How lovely. Thank you. Uh, since our... Uh, we guys, since we guys, since we only, guys have only just started Diamonds Unbreakable, he's been rewatching the episodes himself before listening to the two of us talk about them. I recommend it. Uh, which, beyond enhancing the enjoyment of the conversation, uh, is a good excuse to watch his favourite part that has been adapted into the anime thus far. Good choice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great. Solid. Cracking. Nice. Thank so- you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. That was very malicious, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Tom. Thanks what are you, what lot, are you doing Tom. messaging Nick, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> he sent you an email. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> all right, I think that does now bring us to the end of our episode. Yeah. So just a note on our um, our recent scheduling woes. Um, things have still not been resolved in the long term. Um, I would share more information if I had it, but at the moment there's still a lot of stuff up in the air regarding... Mm-hmm. My whole situation. Um, I can say that we're probably going to aim to get one, an episode out next week, mm-hmm. um, we and possibly the week after. We th- we believe we have the capacity to do that at the moment. We can do that. Yep. Uh, then we will we will continue to see in future. Um, I'll say I will say that we are committed to you know doing the show in as fast a regular rate as we can without burning ourselves out. Yeah, because um, if we burn ourselves out, then we don't. Well, we don't want it to become something that feels like a chore because then, you know, the quality of the show is going to suffer. And if we're not enjoying it, then why are we doing it ultimately? Um, so we don't want to push ourselves to do an unsustainable race, is what I mean to say. Yeah, but the likes. How many likes can we oh, get? I've got to get those likes and subs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. I will <laughs> look at it this way. <laughs> Okay, yep, go on. Remember Let's when we switched to weekly this. episodes first and we were like, uh, oh yeah, we'll probably try to see this schedule out through to the end of Battle Tendency. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from that perspective, we've done very well on that. Yeah, we've really nailed that part. But no, we would like, I, I would, I, I would like to, to, to stay weekly for the foreseeable future, mm. though I have to make some very calculated decisions as to how feasible that is. But for the next couple of weeks, we'll still be weekly and we'll see after that. More updates to come as they are available. I'll just keep going to uni. I'll just do my own thing. Cool. It'll be fine. Cool. Cool, yeah. Yeah, just like hanging out at the beach, you know. Yeah, just like doing your own thing. Like, who wants to get a nine to five? Yeah, just hang out. Yeah, just don't yeah, just wear go clothes. Uni. Yeah. Just like, yeah, whoa, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Until cool. next time. To be continued. continued.